Hey folks, Steve Lewis here. Welcome to Relevant for today. Got a special guest on the show, a good friend of mine, a man of ministry, a man after God's own heart. Stay tuned, folks. You're going to enjoy this. It's going to be awesome. Okay, folks, we are back, and the special guest today is Steve Young. Steve, welcome on the show. Hey, Steve. Thanks for having me. Most definitely. Good to finally connect with you. We've been Absolutely. talking about this for a while, too, and and uh, God doing amazing things. But I wanted to introduce Steve to you listeners today because he is on a mission. So, Steve, tell us about Steve Young and family and everything. What's going on? Tell All us right. about yourself. So, I... Uh, I'm married to my wife of almost 16 years. Nice. And we have two daughters live here, right here in Fort Fairfield, mm-hmm. and uh, been involved in ministry. I um, I grew up in the church at a young age. My parents brought me to church pretty much from the time I was out of the hospital. I was attending church as a baby uh, and oh, as wow. have always been part of a church for my whole life. Uh, but it's just been over the past probably seven or eight years that I really get involved in ministry mm-hmm. and doing what I'm called to do. So we're just, my wife and I are like any other minister. We're just navigating day yeah. by day, year by year. As doors open, we walk through them and that's what we're doing. Whatever opportunities come our way, uh, we try to walk through them and be faithful in, in what God's called us to do. That's awesome. Yeah. And you said, uh, yeah, it's like walking by faith. It is. Pretty yeah. much. Blind faith. Yep. Yeah, and that's what we've learned is is you can't – we've tried to push doors open in the past, which probably a lot of people do in their life, mm-hmm. and we've just learned that don't push any doors open. Right. Let them open. Let them close. Uh, whatever, whatever direction you need to go in, just be faithful. Yeah, and yeah. And what I – my – over the past two years, really, my – kind of model my way of life has been I will walk through the door that's open in front of me today. Amen. I'm not going to worry about what may or may not open tomorrow right. or a year down the road or close a year down the road or mm-hmm. whatever. What's open today for me, that's what I'm going to walk through. Yeah, I so. like that. Day by day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it can get to the point where we're just going crazy trying to figure things out. That's right, and you... And you and there's, and I'm not taking away from the fact that you have to plan. I'm not saying just live your life by the seat of your pants either. Right. You plan, you work, you you write a plan down. You have a vision. You mm-hmm. you work towards that. It's important to have that vision. Right. But at the same time, you can't be so focused on a year down the road or ten years down the road that you miss an opportunity directly in wow. front of you. Yeah. And I've always used the picture of when you mow a lawn. I'm I'm picky in my mow lawn. I want I like straight lines, right? Right. So to to mow a straight line, you can't look directly in front of you. Mm. If you do, you'll be crooked. You pick a point, a tree, a rock, way off in the distance, and you aim yourself towards that. Right. So I've got to keep my eye on that point in the distance to keep going in that straight line. But at the same time, I have to look directly in front of me too while i'm mowing the lawn so i don't hit any rocks right you know i don't run over any kids or any bicycles or anything like that so and it's the same with ministry or with life Mm -hmm. keep your eye on a point in the distance 
at the same time, you got to look at what's right in front of you, too. That's awesome. That's a sermon right yeah, there. Yeah, I, I think I've <laughs> preached on that before, maybe. I don't know. No, that is, though, but you got a good point, cause, and you're right, because sometimes we get so focused. There's a saying, like, sometimes we can get so focused on doing us and years down the road, like you said, and missing someone who may be hungry. In fact, That's I right. think I was listening to Francis Chan this morning, and he was saying something about that, about uh, we get so busy focused on ourselves and focus on the selfie, that's what it was, mm-hmm. that we sit back and we don't realize there was someone who was poor, there was someone who needed to talk to us and things like that. There, there's a balance. You really got to balance that mm-hmm. between <clears throat> you, you can't be so focused on directly in front of you that you don't see anything in the future, but at the same time you can't be so focused on the future right. that you miss opportunities right so you really have to balance that yeah they kind of work together Mm -hmm. as you navigate life yeah and that's where we rely on the holy spirit for guidance too because without him i tell you what we're just wandering around in circles yep that's right and that's what we found is you just say i'll go wherever you want me to go i'll do whatever Mm -hmm. you want me to do and when the lord sees that you're willing yes doors open doors close opportunities present themselves opportunities fall away mm-hmm. you can't focus on oh maybe that was a wrong i wish i would have had that up i wish that door wouldn't have closed right. you just have to go with it and say you know i'm trusting that this is god he knows my heart and and people have to understand too that even if you get off track you take a wrong turn yeah if your heart is to do god's will yeah your heart is to do what he's called you to do even if you misstep somewhere, mm-hmm. he'll get you back on track. Oh, yeah. It's not over. That's important what you just said. I mm-hmm. know there's some folks out there right now listening to this podcast who you are going through that same situation where you've taken that wrong turn like all of us have, kind of like looking in the rearview mirror too long and you veer off and go in a different lane. That's right. And, uh, yeah, God will reel you right back in as long as you stay focused. That's right. Don't it, get ahead uh, of him. Nope, you can't get ahead of him and – and don't beat yourself up. Yeah. And stepping off track can be good. It's not always negative things. It mm. can be, that's kind of another, <clears throat> we lived in Georgia for a period of time. Oh, wow. And <laughs> talks as if he doesn't know that. <laughs> I'm trying to make it sound like you're, you're in the studio here. <laughs> so we lived in Georgia for a period of time and we moved back here to Maine and that was kind of my, when we moved back, that was, that's always been in my head is I don't want to be so busy doing what I'm not called to do mm. that when opportunities come up for me to do what I am called to do, I have to turn them down. Right. So getting off track isn't always just something negative in your life. Mm-hmm. It can be positive. It can be doing great things. Right. But it gets you off track. So when opportunities come for you to do what you're truly meant to do and called to do, you're so busy doing these other things that you can't walk in that. Wow. You can't do that. But again, God knows your heart. Don't beat yourself up over that. Adjust. Yeah. Tweak some things in your life. And he always seems to get us where we're supposed to be. Yes. We or focus on him. Where he wants where us. Where he wants us. Right. Yes, exactly. And that's very fitting for today being January 1st, 2020. That's right. You know, new season, new, a uh, lot of new expectations. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. 
And, you know, the first of the year is always people focus on that God doesn't work on the same time we do. Yes. His calendar is different. Mm-hmm. He sees the end from the beginning. And, uh, but for us, that's how we operate. We right. operate on a calendar. And, oh, yeah. And lots of times people, it's the first year, they focus on what's new, yeah. what's coming up. This, you know, yesterday, today really isn't any different <laughs> than know. yesterday. But at the same time, it can be because where's our mindset at? Exactly. And that's what happens is people try to reposition that their mindset. Mm-hmm. First year, they make goals. They make yes, resolutions, resolutions. They make you know, plans and I'm going to do things different this year. I'm going to, um, the key again in that is just like we've been talking about, focus on what is God calling you to do today Mm -hmm. and just walk in that and see how he, he positions you. Yeah. Know that you know that you know that that calling that you're walking in is what he called you to do for sure. That's right. Yeah. That's the key too. Yeah. Very important. Very important. Barb and I were doing a devotion, and uh, yesterday she reads out of a couple books. Uh, one's called Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, It's Just the Small Stuff, and the other one is Lists to Live By, Christian-based, mm-hmm. and it's really good. And then she picked up this other book, and it was like encouraging words for the day, and it would just be a small, just less less than three or four words. But she said she just felt that she was supposed to pick that up and read that to me, and when she did, it said, push, what had it word? Push the boundaries. Mm-hmm. And in my situation, being down here in the basement doing the studio thing and getting a new piece of equipment and really stepping up the pace and uh, pushing the boundaries meant I was sitting back thinking, you know what? I can get phone calls now on this new piece of equipment. Yeah. Why don't I just pay the nine bucks and get the house phone? And throw it in here. Sure. And then I can have it hooked right up to it and don't have to worry about losing the signal because I'm close to the border and things like that. And so it was another step into that area of, okay, I know God's got me doing this podcast ministry, obviously, mm-hmm. doing relevance for today. And so, yeah, so you sit back and you focus on that calling that you have and you focus your efforts on that. And God does amazing. You just never yeah. know what's going to happen. And that's a good example of what we just talked about, that that picture of mowing the lawn yes you're focused on a point in the future you're doing these podcasts what can this be what can it turn into right but you just picked up a rock that was right in front of you yeah let let me add a phone let me let me do that's what that that is is yeah is those little rocks in front of you they can be something that you don't want to run over with your lawnmower or it can be oh that that's not a rock that's a dollar bill sitting in front of me you know that's so you're focusing on that future, but at the same time, you're looking at what's right in front of me right mm-hmm. here that I either need to watch out for or pick up because it's something valuable yeah. that I don't want to miss. Definitely. So, Man, we're just popping out all kinds of nuggets today. That was good. That's really good stuff. Yeah, so what inspired you to get involved in ministry? I mean, where did it all start? Well, I think it started at a young age, even mm-hmm. though I didn't want to admit it or walk in it again i grew up in in the church Uh, my parents were always very involved in the church so we were always there Uh, my sister and i were always there helping if my parents are volunteering or we're there for church part of the youth program and i remember Mm -hmm. as a young kid i always would kind of envision myself preaching okay but i was very shy 
very quiet. Mm-hmm. I didn't talk to anybody. I didn't talk to adults. Like literally when I say didn't talk, I would not talk to oh, them. Wow. I was that shy. Mm-hmm. So it started back then because I would see that in my mind, but also in my natural mind, I'm saying, oh, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> no way. You're not going to catch I'm me. I'm not getting up there. Right. right. So I was 23 mm-hmm. years old before okay. I really began to walk in that. Oh, wow. Nice. And say, yeah, you know, this is what I'm called to do. Mm-hmm. And I started to pursue that. I okay. mean, I even, I went to three years of school of ministry and I started out year one. I'm just going to take year one just to, you know, man, eh, get some more knowledge or whatever. It was through our church that we were going to. Right. And then, so year two came along. Okay, I'll take year two, but I'm not going to take year three because year three was geared towards people that want to be in ministry. They're yes. called to leadership. Mm-hmm. And I remember telling my wife saying, yeah, I'm going to take year two, but I'm not, you can take year three. I'm not, I'm not called to be a minister. I'm not doing, so I was always in that, that denial. Right. But I knew what I was supposed to do. So anyway, I ended up taking year three. Yeah. And that's really when it sparked in me that this is really what I'm called to do Mm -hmm. and began to have opportunities to speak in front of people and get more comfortable with that. Um, But that's where it started was really back in, would have been 2010, 2011, somewhere in there when that really started to develop. So my whole life, I believe I had that calling, mm-hmm. and I believe I knew deep down I was supposed to pursue ministry. Right. I was in my early 20s before I finally gave up and said, okay, I'll, I'll do this thing. Yeah. And it just has progressed from there, different opportunities, different doesn't. I'm not doing today what I thought. 15, 16 years ago, I'd be doing in ministry. Right. I had a totally different viewpoint on what I thought I'd be doing. Mm-hmm. And that's okay because I like what I'm doing today. Nice. This is, I believe, is where God has me. Well, where does God have you? What are you doing? Well, I am. So I started out, let me just give you a little bit of a kind of a timeline. Yeah, sure. Okay. So I went to school of ministry, kind of started out my first opportunity in ministry. I worked at a church full time as an assistant pastor, did that for two or three years. Mm-hmm. Uh, stepped out of that when we moved to Georgia, and I began writing a lot when we moved to Georgia. Okay. Uh, I did a lot of writing. I was to the point I was writing every day for different ministries that uh, post articles, Christian articles. It was more prophetic-type writing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wrote for three or four different ministries out there, and they'd post my stuff. Oh, nice. So I started that, and that really helped us during that time. It not to go into all the details, but Georgia was really kind of a desert season for us. But me writing every day mm-hmm. kind of kept me out of that. It gotcha. kept my mind focused on what I was supposed to do. So then we moved back here, and I was still writing a little bit, but I kind of scaled back from that and then began to get opportunities uh, to preach in different places. Different people started calling me to come, hey, can you fill in this Sunday? I'm going to be away or oh, yeah, nice. or whatever. Um, but then the biggest opportunity has been uh, down in Holton, Maine, um, through the Empowering Life Center, they have a, a church gathering on Sundays, and they call it The Gathering. That's what they call it. Mm-hmm. And three years ago, actually almost four years ago now, when we moved back, um, they started inviting me to come down, and I'd go down for four to six weeks at a time. I'd preach a series, and I'd take a few months off, and I'd come back. Okay. So that's what I'd been doing for the past really four years since we moved back, mostly has been traveling down there, helping them out. And that was our, it was a new work. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And that was our vision moving back here. I said, I want what I desire to do in ministry is help new churches that are getting started to get going. Right. I want to help them out in whatever way. If it's filling their pulpit, then that's fine. Mm-hmm. If it's helping them figure out their bylaws, then that's fine. In yep. whatever capacity that is, that's really my desire um, is to help new churches or struggling churches um, get beyond where they're at. Right. So that's what I've been doing. And then this year it's going to pick up even more where I'm going to be going down there to help out even more. Okay. Um, like every other month, right? Like every other month, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'll be going down and speaking for four to six weeks at a time, take a month off mm-hmm. and go back. Uh, and that's what I enjoy doing. That's my calling. That's what brings me fulfillment. Awesome. Um, that's not, I work a regular full-time job. Besides oh, okay. that, that's what that's what pays our bills. That's what takes care of my family. But ministry is something I do on the side. It's my calling. And that's where I really find True fulfillment is what yes. I'm doing. Yes, yes. And Dennis Kramer said something. Um, Dennis Kramer's a prophet, and uh, it was uh, oh my. It's about your destiny, and basically, you listen to a CD, and on a CD, he asks you. He says, "What is it you would do? What gives you the most fulfillment when mm-hmm. it comes to doing ministry and things like that?" Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, most of the viewers know I ran a food pantry for twelve years. And at the time, I was taking his little 10-question quiz, and on there, he said, "What if you could still do it without getting any pay, what would you do, spend most of your time on for the Lord? And, of course, for me at the time, it was running the food pantry, mm-hmm. just like for you, it's preaching and equipping the saints, mm-hmm. which is really good. And Steve does a great job. I go down with him, and... Uh, <laughs> It's a great environment, too. Shout out to the gathering place, yes. Lois Flewellen. Yeah, they do a great job. It's really a family, kind of a, it makes you feel like, even though it's set up, you know, you got chairs like a church does, but it really makes you feel like you're just sitting in somebody's living room. Yeah, yeah, it It's does. really that kind of an atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's in Holton. Very family, yep, in Holton, Maine. Military Street. Military Street yes. in Holton, Maine. Um, so 9.30 on Sunday mornings in... They're at, at the Empowering Life Center uh, where Lois's office is. They're upstairs in the back. You go around the back door, and they're upstairs there, 930 on Sundays. So. Yeah, they have a little fellowship before They do a little fellowship. You really, they really, really nice. We really don't get started till 945, 10 o'clock. Right. You know, she sees people talking. She just lets them talk. Yeah. Uh, and then we get going. And That's we're awesome. usually by 11 o'clock, we're out of there. Right. That's awesome. Well, good deal. Okay, so we covered your ministry and doing the things and in Holton and stuff like that and you're also going to be we're looking at getting you online here soon yes and your ministry name's going to be it is Stevens Gate Ministries uh, which is I've had that name for several years now that's what I wrote under Mm -hmm. was Stevens Gate Ministries Um, so I'm looking to do more of podcasting just like this right here yes um so I had a good friend of mine <laughs> help me get set up with that. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> so we're looking at doing more of that. I want to take that to the next. I kind of, for me, going from writing to that's kind of the next step. It, that is true. The next level. I never thought me. about it that so way. So that's kind of where I want to go is start yeah. doing some audio yeah. podcast. And, and, you know, what I what I want to do is take, as I'm preparing these teachings, mm-hmm that I'm going down in Holton is taking nuggets from that 
and doing yeah. quick audio podcasts, something not real long, maybe 10 or 15 minutes that somebody can just mm-hmm. listen to. And my purpose, because whether I'm doing a writing, a short podcast, a sermon, a teaching, whatever it is, part of my calling is to push people to the next level. Yes. So I always want to give them just enough that makes nice. them go study it for themselves. Yeah, that's good. Um, so that's kind of what I want to do with that. I, I tell people down in Holton, anybody that's gone there any period of time will tell you, yes, he does say that a lot. Yeah. I say a lot, don't take what I'm giving you today yes. and run with it because I'm telling you. Yep. You need to go study this for yourself Yes. and understand it for yourself and get the revelation yourself. Right. Because it's just, if any minister is honest, they'll tell you, Three years from now, I might come back and say, "Yeah, what I told you three years ago, <laughs> I, my mind has changed a little bit on that." That's right. we're studying the Bible. That's where why the Bible is life, mm-hmm. because there are some things that I believe differently than I did say twenty years ago. Right, and not differently in a bad way, but at a different level. There's mm-hmm. a different depth of understanding, and that comes through studying the Bible. Yes, very important. Yes, it's like the Bereans. That's right. You know. They listened to Paul's preaching, and they went home, and they studied the scriptures to make sure he was talking about what he was talking about. That's right. And we do need to learn the Word of God. We can't just sit back and let someone just feed us all the time. No, no. And when you learn how to properly study the Bible, mm. how to, when you have the tools and the resources in your hand that helps you study and gives you information and gives you background on what you're in, connects this verse to that verse, yes. that's when the Bible— it. it it becomes interesting oh, definitely. to study. Like, I can't, and it's probably horrible for a minister to say, but I can't just pick, sit down, pick the Bible up, and I'm going to start in Genesis, and I'm going to read all the way through the Bible this year. <laughs> it, I, can't, I can't do it for two reasons. It doesn't catch my attention always, but mainly because I'm a, a studier. Right. I can't get beyond Genesis 1, yep. and I'm reading something, and I'm going, okay, what does that mean? Yeah. What is it? I wonder what that, oh, I think that might tie into this. And then I'm, before I know it, I'm somewhere in Matthew. On a rabbit trail. And I don't even remember where I left off. But that's what I love about studying the Bible. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. that's good, though, because, you know, and there's different, I've, there's a Bible study I need to do again about the 12 types of Bible studies. Mm-hmm. And uh, in that, it teaches everyone how they can study the Bible because, like you said, you're the type of person that wants to dig in and get the nuggets. I'm the same way, but someone else may just want to read a scripture. Someone else may want to read about the actual people in the Bible. Right. You know, someone might want to study topics like faith, hope, and love, and so forth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's important. Um, any advice you want to give people as far as since you talked about, you know, where you came from, where you're going, staying on the right path, staying focused? Uh, any advice you want to give anyone for 2020 as far as their calling mm-hmm. or what God's got them doing? I think for if I had any advice for this year was would be to push hard towards what you're called to do. Mm-hmm. Again, not so hard that you're pushing doors open, but if there's opportunities that present themselves, don't sit back and, and wait for three more confirmations Right. to walk in that. God already knows. Mm-hmm that your heart is to whatever your calling is. Mm. It, it might not be teaching a sermon. It might be helping the homeless. It might, whatever that, you, you might love golf and you're looking for opportunities to witness the people on the golf course. Yeah. Don't wait for 
three confirmations to, oh, that's the person I'm supposed to witness to. If God opens it, he knows your heart already. He mm-hmm. knows what you want to do. So if he opens the door and presents the opportunity, go for it. Just right. don't hesitate. Don't walk in fear. Just jump for it. Because I, I believe personally, and I know 2020, when you come into a new year, everybody has different words and different, and that's okay because right. God speaks to everybody differently. Yeah. And the only thing I've just been running through my head over the past probably couple of weeks is just the word payback. Like I feel like yes. this year is really a year where people are going to be paid back for things that they've lost, mm-hmm. but not even things that they've lost, just payback for the things that you've, that you've done, Yeah, the time you've invested, your, nice. the faithfulness that you've invested mm-hmm. in whatever you're called to do. There, There's a payback coming and that is going to look different it may come in different forms it's not always monetary right though that can be part of it mm-hmm. it's not always that there's other blessings that come with doing what you're called to do nice. open doors and things like that yeah so that's kind of what i see for for this year is being that year of payback and don't don't hold back in this year yes if you know you're supposed to do something and there's an open door, there's an avenue to get there or at least to start taking steps towards it, mm-hmm. just like you with what you do. Right. Well, you didn't run out day one and get all of this equipment and cameras and everything and just, boom, here we go. <laughs> you know, you started out right. with the simple yes. audio recording. Mm-hmm. You started figuring that out, but you, you began, you didn't hesitate. You got to start moving towards that start taking steps yes and that's funny you should say that because my favorite movie they're the christmas movies Mm -hmm. where uh chris kringle meets the uh it's like the winter warlock or something and anyway he's teaching him how to not be the winter warlock anymore he's just a regular guy but he turned grumpy and so forth but anyway (laughs) in that he told him you know, I don't know. He told Chris Kringle, he says, I don't know how I'm going to change. It's like the old claymation movies is mm-hmm, what it is. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you have to put one foot in front of the other. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so many of you listen to this, you've heard the song, put one foot in front of the other, and soon you'll be walking out the door mm-hmm. and across the floor. And it's the same thing. You take that one step, that leap of faith, and, you know, it's like Indiana Jones in, I think it was the Holy Grail where he had to save his father's life. He had to go pick up the cup of Jesus mm-hmm. and put water in it. And if you drank from that, then, of course, it gave you eternal life. But for him, he had to heal him from getting shot. He was shot, and he was dying. Mm-hmm. But if he had that cup, but in order to do that, he had to step across this chasm, and it might have been, I don't know, it might have been 20 feet, 30 feet that he had to get. Uh, it was a jump. Mm-hmm. He was either going to have to jump it or have faith and he read the little notebook, and in it, it talked about being repentant and so forth. And in that part, it was taking that step of faith. Mm-hmm. And he stuck out his foot into the darkness, and when he went to lean forward, all of a sudden, the path appeared. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing for you folks out there. And yes, sometimes you're going to be rough. And I have a verse I want to share with you folks because I want to make sure you know this as well. That in that time, like Steve said, you push forward. It's kind of like what my wife wrote to me about push the boundaries. Mm-hmm. You know, know that God is with you. Know that you've got the Holy Spirit right there with you, and you can just just go for it. When you know what you're calling, step into it. Don't worry about what people say. Don't worry about what people think. If you know, you know, you know that God has put you where you're supposed to be, 
and don't grow weary. And that's Galatians 6, 9. It says, and I'm going to read it out of the New Living Translation. It says, so let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessings if we don't give up. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like what Steve said about <clears throat> a year payback. You know, you're putting that time in. You know who you are. You're out there doing things for people. You're helping people out. Whatever it may be, laboring in the ministry, God's got your back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like <clears throat> just kind of sitting here, I was reminded of a word that somebody gave me 11 years ago now. Mm-hmm. And and I was reminded of that, I think, because I think there's people listening that this applies to. Mm-hmm. And the word was basically in a nutshell that, you know, you're sitting back saying, well, I need to do this. I need opportunity to do this. I need opportunity to do that. I need open doors to do this. And God is saying, I'm waiting for you to act. Yes. I'm waiting for you to take a step and do something. Mm-hmm. So I think some of you, you're, you're right there. You've got you've got dreams, you've got visions, and you're right there, but there's something that you need to do. There's a step that you need to take. Mm. God's waiting for you to act. And the minute you act on it, stuff's going to start falling into place. Doors are going to start opening, and details will start coming into place. But there's something, there's a step you've got to take towards what God's calling you to do. Amen. What a perfect way to end the podcast. I tell you, it's been good talking to you, Steve. We're actually going to do another one. We're going to be talking about faith, but that was really good what you just said. And folks, you know, make sure if you know someone, even if it's you, or if you know someone who you can share this podcast with to help them as well, 2020, stepping up, stepping out. And uh, Steve, uh, it's great having you on the show. I'd like to have you pray for our listeners, please, sir. Absolutely. Excellent. Father, I thank you for each person listening today. I believe that those listening, it's not by accident. It's a divine appointment for them to hear from you today. Father, I pray that as we step into this new year, I pray for those listening that that they will they will not hold back. This is the year for them to receive some payback for everything that they've done. All of the hard work they put in, all of the steps they've taken towards doing what you've called them to do. But I pray that this year they won't hold back. If there's an open door, if there's a step they need to take, they'll just take that step and push through that and go for that. Father, I pray for those that, just as I just mentioned, they're right, they're right there. They know what God's called them to do, and they're waiting for an open door. But God's saying, I'm waiting for you to act. I'm waiting for you to take that step. I pray that uh, they will step over fear and step out with faith um, towards whatever it is that God's calling them to do. So, Father, I pray blessings over each person that's listening and that that this year will be one of the best years on record for their life. Mm -hmm. Father, I thank you for it. We give you all the glory. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, there you have it, folks. Another podcast, episode 72. Steve Young, he'll be uh, getting his website all set back up again. It's going to be... It should be www.stevensgate.org, correct? Yes. Yes, and then also um, Empowering Life Center on YouTube. That's right. 
Yep. So any of the messages I preach or teach down in Holton at the gathering, mm-hmm. you can go to Empowering Life Center on YouTube. You can see all of those messages as well as others. There's many others that have gone there and spoken too. So there's some really great stuff on there. You can check that out or you can check out uh, their website, Gathering Holton. That's H-O-U-L-T-O-N dot org. They have a media tab on there that has all their sermons as well. And it'll, it'll link you back to YouTube. Great. Well, it's great to have you on the show, my friend. Thank you for having and, me. And uh, look forward to the next podcast. So, folks, thanks for listening. Once again, share it with your friends. It's a great message. Steve had some great things to share today that's really going to help people in their walk. And love you guys. Take care of yourselves. Happy New Year. Get out there and show the love of Jesus. God bless. Peace.